Poison Rana. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Poison Rana. You found us on whatever podcast app you're using. And of course, youtube.com slash at Poison Rana pod. Hello, everyone. How are we doing? Hello. Maybe you're watching us on YouTube. Maybe you're, you're in the YouTube chat right now. Hello. Welcome. Yeah. Throw the frogs up, guys. Throw frogs, frogs up. up. Leap, my frog. There we go. Yeah, it's Sunday. It's a miserable, rainy day in Toronto. Yeah, which means the Leafs might have a chance. Maybe, maybe. uh, Although they're away, right? Yeah. So that, like, just good luck that it's so shitty here that maybe, maybe give them good juju. I don't know how it works. We'll see. You don't want to win the first two games anyway. That's that's no fun. Wait, no, they they're down to. That's what I'm saying. You don't want to win the first. (laughs) Yeah, because then the the good story is always like the you got to make a comeback. Yeah, exactly. Underdog. Everyone loves that. Well, they're resting on their laurels over there in. In Florida. Yeah, it's probably really nice there right now. Yeah. yeah well, maybe Puerto not. Rico. That would have been nice, wouldn't it? Yeah, exactly. Been a fun show to have gone to. Yeah, next time. Let's do it. Yeah, we're going to have to. Uh, I've been looking at that at AAA Tijuana oh, yeah? show, but I just don't, I don't know. Things, El Chapo's uh, son's going a little wild down in Mexico. A lately, little bit, so yeah. I don't, <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know about that. It's Vikingo versus Kenny, though. It could be pretty nuts. Nice. One day. That's a bucket list thing. Seeing. A show like yeah, in South America, absolutely. somewhere like that. That would be really sweet. Uh, yes, welcome to Poison Rana. If you're listening to us, thank you very much. Hit that uh, subscribe, follow. Follow us on all the socials and all that stuff. We're going to talk about some backlash here today. Mm. Uh, we are recording this the Sunday after, so uh, we checked out backlash. We're going to talk about that and Dynamite and all the other stuff going on in the world of wrestling. And uh, we got to throw the plug out right at the top here. If you If you listened to Rewind to Dynamite, over on the post wrestling feed, well, you may have heard that we have a big announcement, and that announcement is we're doing a forbidden pour in Toronto, real sports, right beside the Scotiabank Arena, before and after Forbidden Door, June twenty fifth. Yes, tickets are on sale, and they're selling really well already. Uh, seven point seven million exactly, dollar gate, <laughs> huge gate, right off the bat. Um, yeah, tickets are moving pretty fast for this. Um, we do only have a limited amount of, uh, space. Uh, we're doing a pre-show. Uh, John and Way are going to do one of their live Q and A's. We're going to throw in some of our games, have some drinks, some food before the big show, and then come join us after the after party. We've got wrestling karaoke going on, more wrestling themed cocktails. You get to hang out with us. Look, this event is sold out. Like Forbidden Door is sold out. If you want to go to a bar after the event, it's going to be busy. We've got you a guaranteed like walk right in, get right to the bar, hang out. You'll be there minutes from your seat to getting, you know, a cocktail, a mocktail, whatever you feel like, some food. If you've been hungry, they've got pretty nice food there at Real Sports. Um, 30 bucks for the entire day. If you want to come just after and hang out, eight bucks. Yeah. I mean, what, what more can you get out of that? There's, there's going to be like games, like we said, some trivia, some prizes, just a fun, fun time. We, we like to throw these things and it's, uh, it's honestly just about us having a good time and making people have a good time and the whole wrestling fans and community. That's why we do this. And that's why we jumped on doing something like this. So yeah, the before show, you get to hang out. We're going to have some drinks. We're going to have a fun time, record some stuff. And then afterwards, it's karaoke and it's a party until we can't party no more on a Sunday. Where so else we you kicked out? Yeah, where else are you going to go on a Sunday? Yeah. You know, on, on, on like 
come come hang out and wrestling karaoke has been pretty fun so we're super excited the location is just perfect as well it, it's literally attached to the arena um so uh no excuses um but there's going to be a whole lot of the the post wrestling and poison rana community there as well you get to meet uh other people who do shows across all the brands um and john and way for once they're not going to record a show right after. They they're going to hang on as well to to have some fun. Yeah, so. remember we had a, we had a we had a secret meeting yep. at Real Sports, and we were like, guys, you could record the show, you could go home and miss the party, or you could stay out. And they said, you know what? That's Let's tonight's the night to do it. So I'm really excited about that. So we'll try to convince them to sing, but uh, not I, I, you know don't get your hopes up. But <laughs> so tickets are available postwrestling.com forward slash live. Uh, you can pick them up right now. Get them before they run out. Yeah, honestly, uh, anyone listening, thank you. Who's bought a ticket so far? Because uh, I think they we expect see ex, we blew expectations kind of out the water the yeah. first few days there. So already uh, thanks to people who jumped on that and can't wait to meet listeners. And again, if you're thinking about it, uh, not too late. There's still like a month in, or two till the show. So get your tickets for... For Forbidden Door and the Forbidden Poor. Absolutely. And uh, some more announcements uh, coming in the future for certain things involving the show. Uh, we might have some cocktail lists coming out and some mm-hmm. special things, maybe some sponsorships. We'll uh, be filling you guys in as uh, we get closer and closer to the event. But we're super stoked for that. And I know you're cooking something up for our, our Brits over there in uh, – london town so oh yeah this is like we've uh we had our wrestlemania event recently we're just planning all these things all over the world now yeah hey while we're on global yeah while we're on the subject dynamite is in hamilton the wednesday after forbidden door if there's any hamilton people out there that can uh lead us to where we could maybe throw a little bit of a pre-party that wednesday as well and SummerSlam, we're gonna be in the big d slang and d Hopefully eating some deep dish pizza and we're going to SummerSlam. We, we got to this time. We have to. <laughs> I feel I'll like be so mad. Yeah, it's, I feel like we owe it to you too. Over like like as time as I get older, I get less mad about things. There yeah. are things that tick me off, but right. I get less mad about things. Food is something. Like if I have my like heart set on something yeah, yeah. and I don't get that, that's when I get pissy. No, I feel for you. So we so. we're gonna have like midday. Detroit. To make sure when it's safe, when it's safe, when it's not safe, dangerous, it's as they said, yeah, and everything's open. We, and then we're going to go to that glow in the dark bar because the glow in the dark bar, if you think back, Davy, was ahead of its time because mm. the whole place was covered in like glow in the dark, like newspaper mm. ads from like all over the world or something. Remember one that we were like, "That's odd. Why is there a glow in the dark picture of Charles?" Oh, and yeah. look at him now. Yeah, yeah, I didn't see any of it. To be honest, he's you didn't watch uh, no. the coronation. No, I I can't say I did either. But it was also like five in the morning. But yeah, uh, yeah. There's only one true king after this weekend, and it's Bad Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> after watching Backlash, uh, yeah. But we're uh, we're cooking something up. We will be in SummerSlam for Detroit. So again, we're trying to think of maybe hitting a because I remember we were in Detroit last time. We ran into a few listeners, yeah, a bunch of listeners. So I bet there's some some people going for SummerSlam as well. So uh, point oh, I'm sure we'll be seeing people uh, people there. It's pretty. Yeah. Pretty well-sold show. Uh, this is just like a whole year of stadium shows everywhere. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. Wrestling's pretty crazy Wrestling right now. Wrestling is back. Uh, you know what I'm worried about for Detroit, though, is we have mentioned on the show we got our, our two nights free yeah. uh, thanks to Hilton Garden Inn. I'm so worried about us being halfway on that car journey and then being like, fuck, they're in the draw. 
because otherwise we're paying like 12 grand <laughs> so we have, yeah, to remember, have to remember we have to remember these, these coupons, certificates these yeah uh, the free stay things yeah so that, that would put a real dampener on things wouldn't it? yeah true don't forget that <laughs> <laughs> don't forget that as we go we're, we're hardcore we party we we, we uh, vacation in detroit yeah yeah it's <laughs> which we're not this I week can't. we should no, but it's, it's like i i, I kind of wish I, I know they announced it like now two weeks in advance but like we were kind of like ah uh, we're already going for SummerSlam. aw's not that hot right now mm. but then they announced this cage match this week i'm kind of like oh but you know four mm. hour drive worth it one way it's like another four back it's like it's more the coming back isn't yeah. it yeah we we do have wednesdays off so yeah. it would be easy enough to go but it's it's like there aren't any buses or trains that like come back right. after the show so yeah. like that's when it gets a bit tricky um it's okay but we got a whole lot going on at poison rana don't we we do. Yeah. Obviously, we do this show every week. We'll be back again next week. Um, or is next week Mother's Day? Uh, I might not be back. <laughs> we'll figure something out. We'll but something uh, out. we have lots of free shows on this feed as well. If you've been following, hit that subscribe because we have What Up Doe with Sino and B Detroit, which is just awesome. They chat about a lot of other pop culture stuff, music, movies, video games. Uh, but then obviously detox free on this feed as well. I'll be sure to have a new one coming out this month with Jordan. Uh, but then, oh, of course, shot in the dark. We got a somewhat, maybe possibly pour one out for dark, but Sino has insisted that the show will go on. He will cover yeah, it everything need to else. Change its name. Like yeah. it's, a shot of it's honor. Like Blackpool Combat Club. Like yeah. you might have lost dark, the thing that made it, uh, Blackpool yeah. or the show, but like it's still, its spirit lives on. Yeah, right. and most most the cool kids call it shot anyway. Yeah, so exactly. it's shot with with John Ceno, Ceno Evil. So that show will go nowhere. We love Ceno, and uh, yeah, uh, he's been killing it everywhere on our feed and post wrestling. Absolutely, uh, and he helped hold down the fort this Tuesday while I was away for the uh, review of NXT, pouring many out for the eighteen <laughs> yeah. NXT superstars. Can't believe I'm not going to see Zion Quinn on a Tuesday anymore. Yeah. Unbelievable. Thank God. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I've been putting out our weekly succession review, uh, The Sesh. I was joined by Rich Fan this week chatting all about episode six of the show. It's We're, we're gearing up to that series finale now, which uh, I believe Rich said is going to be like a feature length episode. It's like an hour and a half. Pretty or much, something, which yeah. is pretty awesome. Uh, and I'll be joined by Benno this week from from Grapple and former uh, former BWE uh, to talk all about episode seven. Amazing. So those two sesh on the Patreon. Uh, Benno, one is coming out this week. You're going to chat with him. Uh, Also on the Patreon this week, we are going to be joined. This is part two of our best match ever, Great Muda. But this time we look at KG Muto. Yes. So WH has once again concocted a list of the best matches of Mudo's career. And I think these are going to be like the better matches. Right. Okay. Well, I was like, this is him in like wrestling zone. I don't know. For anyone who listened to that show that we did with WH, we were pretty, pretty into those matches. Some Mm -hmm. of those ones were great. The, the Liger, the, was the evil Liger one? Yeah. That one was crazy. We figured out the Muda scale where that came from. Mm -hmm. So now we're looking at Muto and WH uh, is going to come over this week and we're going to record this. So can't wait for that one to come out. So that'll uh, be out this week. Uh, what else did we do? Well, we did our New Year's revolution from yeah. Puerto Rico. From 18 years ago, the last show in Puerto Rico. And what a difference between these two <laughs> shows. This was a really fun review to do. I, I'd never seen this show before. And it was uh, kind of a cursed show, really. And kind of maybe explains why they haven't been back for 18 years. But the difference between, and we are going to get into last night's backlash, the difference between like this year where there was just so much fan service to that market right and 
the last one where they're going, sorry, I don't understand you, speak English, <laughs> oh, and calling them second-class citizens right. and all that. What a difference between, like, 2005 and 2023. Yeah, so go look at, at check out our, our review of that show, which is great parallels to, if you want to hear us talk about Maven, talk about knee injuries, multiple knee injuries, uh, Muhammad Hassan, Jerry yep. Lawler. Oh, great, great show. Great, great show. Yeah, that was a fun one. That's out on our Patreon as well. Uh, and then our Mandalorian review from Season 3. I'm going to put this up this week on this very free feed. I should have put it up on May the 4th, but ah. uh, I, I slipped up and yeah. didn't have my computer. I was like, oh, today's Star Wars Day. <laughs> that would have been a good day to do that. So I apologize. So, But you're getting it for free. So any Mando fans, uh, be looking for that on this very free feed on the podcast app. So. Lots of stuff, but go support us if you like, if you like it because patreon.com slash poisonrana. It's five bucks, guys. It goes a long way. Uh, it's you sign up, you get a whole month's worth and you get to access all the past podcasts that we've done, all the movie reviews, anything you like. I saw WWE's promoting a movie all night called Fubar. Real ones know. New Netflix show, yeah. Yeah, real ones know. I mean, there is another movie called Fubar. But real ones know Tango and Cash is where Fubar came from. And we just did a review of that a few months back. So lots of stuff over on our Patreon. And we can't thank our listeners uh, for supporting us enough because we love you guys. We really do. Well, I think it's time. Let's get into Backlash from last night. Live from Puerto Rico. Um, I loved, uh, I caught uh, Smackdown this week as well. And just why has it taken them so long to do these shows in different markets? We saw it with... Clash of the Castle last yeah. year. Uh, we saw it in like Montreal in, for Elimination Chamber. Now we're seeing it in Puerto Rico. It feels, it makes this product feel so much more special. And I thought just the, you know, the opening shots of the drone like flying through the crowd and all yeah. that was awesome. The, the different setup of the stage and everything just, it made it feel so special. And, uh, I was pretty pumped for this show actually. Yeah, I was too. I, I was really excited. I can't, I, I know I, I had Saturday night off and I was like, well, I really want to watch this show. So make made plans to, to check it out. I re- like, I was super excited, uh, because the card itself was stacked, but the whole bad bunny yeah. in Puerto Rico, like that's very, it has my interest. Like I, it not, it's rare that the celebrity involvement does have my attention full on and mm. this one for sure. And, Boy, he knocked it out the park. He really did. Well, they did. I, I would say WWE oh, did. Um, we open with uh, Bianca Belair defending her Raw Women's Championship against EO Sky. Um, in yeah, like these two never really tangled that much in NXT. I they had that four way from what I remember, but I can't really remember any singles match. And I thought this was an awesome opener. Uh, yeah, EO kind of working on Bianca's arm throughout the whole thing to weaken her. She had that incredible. Like one, one arm military press slam. Um, Bailey somewhat kind of costing EO the match. So I think hopefully, like splitting those two off into a. Uh, I know that I think they've got a tag team uh, title match next week. Um, so I I hope that's the split and we can get a bit of a Bailey EO feud. But uh, I I really like this match. Bianca Belair continuing to just kill it with pretty much every opponent she has on the on the big stage yeah bianca is like john cena of wwe lately like having just crazy big matches that always deliver like i know sometimes the storylines in the past year have been you know iffy yeah. yeah but when it comes to big matches like big match bianca for sure 
and you know EO being my like favorite full stop favorite wrestler I think she's just the best man or woman doesn't matter and I think this was the first time we got like the real EO on a main event slot having a huge match like this I Honestly, I, I was, this was my match of the night last night. I, I, maybe Bad Bunny, because honestly, that one was amazing. I, but I'd probably go with this too. I, I know, again, anyone who knows, be listening to us, like, Io Shirai gets me high, but now Io Sky gets me high. And I finally got that, like, the, the, the wrestling hit. She, it was a great, great opponent. You got a lot of time. She looked great. And I, I didn't know Io was Puerto Rican, because the crowd were that, hometown hero. That's what, like, amazed me as what well. What the hell? Because they were huge for Rio, and maybe, like, NXT was just, like, the biggest show in Puerto Rico. I don't know. I don't know, but they, this was definitely Triple H finally getting to present Io Shirai yeah. NXT version, how he's wanted, it felt like. And this crowd, just, like, beginning to end on this show, were just awesome. And again, just do this more often, go to different markets yeah. because sorry, like I watch this. It, it kind of doesn't matter on the quality of the wrestling. Cause it just feels like something so hot that you're missing out on. If you're not there compared to, you know, a roaring Corpus Christi. Yeah. You know, like, keep going to Corpus Christi. I don't know. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I love this match. I, uh, um, I wasn't surprised Bianca won. Um, but I, I'm pleased that it does seem like EO's, got some momentum in this loss and definitely if, if it it's leading to a feud with Bailey, who I think Bailey really needs something as well. This damage control thing hasn't really clicked yeah. as much as it should have. Um and I think if you can have a hot baby face EO going up against uh Bailey, I think that's an awesome program for SummerSlam. Ooh, right. That could be a huge SummerSlam match. I honestly I, I like the fact that who was it that was it Bianca or some people were saying like EO, you know, you weren't you're not doing anything since you came. You're just Bailey's like lackey. Yeah. And then she finally gets a match. Uh, Becky. Yeah. Right, and then right. she finally gets a big pay-per-view match. And it's kind of Bailey that like Bailey was trying to help her, but mm. like it was kind of the distraction that helped EO lose there. So it's like you could tease that, but also like maybe it does work. Maybe you just shift the focus to EO being the like singles star of the mm. group and then goes forward. Cause she will eventually become champion. And when she does, like more people are going to, like catch on to how awesome she is and i'm just so happy that she finally it finally hit she's had some okay match like i know she's the best because mm. we've we've done our best match ever yep. io shirai with karen peterson a few months back she's just amazing and this one hit for me this has to be like match of the year contender for me i i the end too as much as i'm an eo mark when i thought for a second wait a second is is this going to go the other way? I started getting... So they got me. Like, that's what I like about that, too. So I was just really into this I match. think the real thing uh, is, after this show, try to ride the momentum of some of these people. Because, uh, as I said, I, I watched SmackDown, and Nakamura felt special again for the first time in right. forever. Like, we always joke about, ah, he just wants to go around and surf. Um, <laughs> and But, like, this this crowd, him doing his entrance in... Like, they're using those 8K cams. They had that awesome entranceway. I was like, wow, this feels like, you know, Nakamura back in NXT. Like, I feel hyped to see him again. And I think you had that with EO here. You have that with Zelina later on. There's so many characters where it's like, really try and ride this wave. Don't take your foot off the gas from yeah. now just because you've left Puerto Rico. You're going to be going to London uh, in just a month or so where you know you're going to have a hot crowd there. 
Um, and then it's SummerSlam where you have a lot of traveling people. You've really got the chance to, you know, make some stars. And Io Shirai is one of them. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We need a, a big show in Japan now. Yeah. See if the crowd can give her the same hometown yeah. re- reception as Puerto Rico. That would be, I mean, like, yeah, uh, EO main event in Japan would yeah. be pretty cool. Triple H, Hunter, book the dome. Book it. Book, book the Tokyo dome. Uh, we then go from the sublime to the ridiculous with Omos versus Seth Rollins. And you know what? I kind of had fun with this one as well. Yeah, me too. Uh, I think they worked the best th- thing that they could out of this and having just, you know, the classic David versus Goliath of Seth, Tr- the, the, the one stomp attempt where it's like, no, his neck is too big. Yeah. yeah. It's a big MF right there. And then finally what hitting like three and then one off the top rope mm-hmm. to finally pin him. It's like, okay, that was pretty cool. And it kind of pushes Seth back into what I would imagine being in contention for that world title that they have the yeah. runner up title. I, I think. I think if you want to establish this title, Seth is the guy to put it on. Yeah. Uh, he, he can put on a good match with anyone. And I think if, if it were a Cody or like someone who hasn't won the title or Cody or Sami Zayn, someone like that winning this title, it definitely feels like a bronze medal. Yeah. Whereas I think Seth, he's already been universal champion. He's already been WWE champion. It just adds a bit more credibility to it. And then it can be your, your workhorse world heavyweight championship. Um, I think that's completely the right move. And him beating Omos. Because some people were thinking, oh, if Omos wins this, maybe they're going Omos Roman in Saudi. Right. Um, I, But I do think Omos has improved somewhat, or at least they're, they're booking him in a way where it is hiding his weaknesses a bit. And, like, he's huge. Like, this guy is massive. So... I do kind of get the spectacle of it. I don't necessarily be like, oh, can't wait to watch another Omos match. Right. But I thought they did a good job with what they they had. And this is definitely one of the better Omos matches. Oh, it's his best match. Yeah. Probably. And he's, he's starting to bump as well, which yeah. we haven't really seen him so MVP in those interviews being like, look, man, you better learn how to wrestle. Yeah. <laughs> or else yeah. you won't have a career. Absolutely. <laughs> so um, maybe he's listening to him. No, but I, I thought that was a pretty fun second match. And especially, yeah, yeah that stomp off the top rope it's was pretty, pretty cool. Uh, and then we go to a bit more of Big Lads Wrestling with the US title match, triple threat, uh, Austin Theory defending against Bronson Reed and Bobby Lashley. Yeah, uh, a pretty standard match. I'd probably say this was my least favorite match on the show. But not Still not saying it was anything terrible, but it kind of felt like a raw match to me. But again, the crowd were really into it. What was funny was we're... We're talking about how this crowd was just hot all night. Mm. You could tell there was parts where they're like, hold on, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta breathe here. Okay, we're back into this match. When Austin Theory's music hit, crickets. Mm. Just saying. Just saying. Everyone got a pop. Everyone got a pop. Yeah. Except Austin Theory. (laughs) Yeah, like I, I'm not surprised he won. I I thought the match was pretty fun. They had some good, big spots here. Like the, uh, I think Bronson Reed, they've actually done a pretty good job with so far. he needs to get that big win now. But yeah, he's better than than Theory. He's been having, like, I think good spots. You know, he had a good spot in the Elimination Chamber. Um, like, here, that big moonsault and stuff. Like, this this guy's pretty impressive. And uh, I, I would like to see him maybe get this title down the line. I think he's staying on Raw, though, isn't he? And Theory and Lashley are moving to SmackDown, oh, okay. I believe. Right, okay. Um, yeah, Austin Theory, I, I'm not as low on him as other people are. I get it. It's not 
he isn't there yet, but I also understand why they are putting stuff behind him. He's sure. still so young. He does have the look. He can wrestle. He's just a little, he's a little too WWE and not connected enough with people yet. Um, but I am interested to see his career. Like, I do think he'll be a, a major player in like five years time sure. or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I didn't think this was bad. It was a like, uh, good, like concise. I think they went, what, 10, something like that. Um, probably under that. Yeah. Uh, but it was, it was all right, but definitely like the, the least hyped match on yeah. the show as well. Yeah. Um, and then we had Rhea Ripley going against Zelina Vega. Uh, Zelina kind of hometown girl kind of here. Yeah. Huge Puerto Rican entrance. Flag with her gear outfit. And her flag. Wow. She looked incredible. She looked awesome. The crowd going absolutely crazy for her. I don't know what they were chanting, but, yeah. um, she like visibly looked very, emotional yeah she was holding back tears her family was in the front row michael Cole in commentary saying that she dedicates this to her father who you know died in 9 11 yeah. her now her her mom and stepfather who supported her are here in the front row like she's just just super emotional and uh, i think in some circumstances in wrestling like you're not the winner of the match but you you won like, yeah you won don't worry you you got it <laughs> and it, in hindsight i know a lot of people were at wrestlemania going why are they having Rhea as the heel against Charlotte? Right. But if they knew they were having this big, like, Puerto Rico show coming up, sure. and you're having Zelina go, I think it, it made sense. And Rhea, who normally gets che- cheered, was getting booed heavily here. Yeah, so it, yeah. it just made an incredible atmosphere. She, she did look amazing, too, with the gear she had. She yeah. looked like proper like the champ mm. like the big boss the big mommy Rhea Ripley she has come such a long way I, I really like we, we watched a lot of her in NXT and she was good don't get me wrong we were praising her but I think now she has stepped up to that next level and I do see her as like a huge player in WWE oh, again 100%. going in the next little while I thought one of the like she stars. looks like that yeah and I, I thought Zelina looked pretty good here as well oh, she, yeah. she's a bit hit and miss with a with a wrestling but when it connects, I think she does some pretty cool stuff. And especially with this crowd behind her, I thought it was one of her better matches. And, uh, like, it's just great to see. Like, I get emotional seeing, like, yeah. these kind of reactions. And we've been following Zelina for so long from, you know, just being a manager in NXT with Andrade, Andrade um, to, you know, being released over the whole stuff with Twitch. And now she's, like, in a championship match in Puerto Rico, in this stadium. Yeah. Like, it's huge. Like, and it's great to see people kind of, like, achieve that moment, you know? Yeah. Uh, even though she didn't win. She didn't win, but, like, wow. And then they gave her the moment after. So, like, yeah. she she had it. And now she's, like, and part of this LWO thing, which is one of the hottest things going in WWE oh, right yeah. now. she's set. Like, they've yeah. done really well. After something like this, I could see her as champ one day. I think so. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, and then we continue with the LWO theme with, uh, for some people, the main event of the show. Uh, were you surprised this didn't go on last? Uh, no, but mm. at the same time, I would be like, okay, cool. But like Cody Brock is the big dream match kind of scenario mm. in any city, in any country. Whereas this is specifically for this. I, I would have went either way, but uh, definitely you could have went with this. Like no debate. And after the match, I preferred this one over the main event not saying that that we'll get to thoughts on that but like yeah this these guys proved that they could have been the main event here tonight because i i wouldn't i would say this was the highlight of the show for sure yeah i i thought it would go on last and but then sometimes i think when it's you know a celebrity thing or whatever where 
there is the chance this isn't a professional wrestler going out here. There is the chance that things could go really badly. Yes. You know? Yes. So, and I think often it protects them by putting it in the middle of the show where if it is a bit of a, um, I don't know, injury or something goes wrong. Or just like a shit match. Right. Um, it's, it's kind of forgotten about by the end. But then when you saw the booking with, it really reminded me of, uh, Sting versus Triple H, you know, with just yes. all the random entrances. Yeah, I got and, that vibe for sure. Which I like that match. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's all smoke and mirrors, but it works so well. Bunny hitting, you know, Michinoku drivers and uh, yeah, this was this was such a trip. First of all, like they they've been using that Booker T song that he mm. had, right? He performed it like a year or so ago, and they've clearly like paid up rights for this, so they used it again earlier in the day. I follow Bad Bunny on Twitter, and he tweeted out. Hey, at WWE, just want to let you know I'm changing my theme song to a different song. Sorry. And I was like, that's funny. He's like, they wanted me to use Booker T, but I'm using something else. So he came out to this song called Shambaya, which was way back. He had a music video with Ric Flair in it. Okay. Way before Ric Flair Drip was a song. Way before it's more, way more common that rappers are using wrestlers. So he came out to that. And it's a pretty thing. That pop, when he walked out... All these Puerto Ricans in the crowd in San Juan losing their mind. You couldn't hear anything. Mm. You couldn't hear the audio of his song. And then when it finally, like, the screaming went down, you just heard everyone rapping the lyrics to his mm. thing. And he comes out just, like, soaking it in. That had to be one of, like, God-tier entrances. It, it was cool. All he did was, like, look around. And then, like, anyone who's just there because they're a Bad Bunny fan, sure. But then anyone who's, like, knows this guy's a wrestling fan, he pulls out the Ravens cart of weapons <laughs> and it's like okay this guy's here to play then the match starts what is the first movie hits a mitsunoku driver yeah. this guy's a real wrestling fan and just yeah the way you can tell he's watched wrestling for a long time yeah because he gets it and just like when he started you know uh like working the knee of priest and then it's a street fight so he's wrapping the chain around it and slamming it against yeah. the ring post and he did it with you see you see wrestling um I'm thinking, you know, when John Stewart hit Cena with this steel chair and you see people being, these celebrities being careful. Right. And he wasn't. Yeah. Like, in a good way. Yeah, like, he yeah. was being stiff. And that's what you needed. He's believable, this. yeah. It's believable. And you believed he got the advantage over this uh, bigger guy in Damien Priest. And then, but also, I wonder what the whole insurance thing is with him. Because... Sure, Pat McAfee going through a table. He's a retired athlete. He does podcasts now. Yeah. If he's a little banged up, it's not the end of the world. This guy, what? He was on Coachella? Like, okay. Like, he's yeah, like you want to look at these things. Yeah, you want to look at the timeline of Bad Bunny's, like, yeah. the last two weeks, okay? TMZ, all the tabloids, all things going crazy is Bad Bunny dating Kendall Jenner, one of the Kardashians. Mm. Turns out there's lots of paparazzi photos. That would suggest they're a thing right now. Yeah. Then he headlines Coachella, the first ever, like, like, Puerto Rican Latino mm. artist to do like headline Coachella yeah. kills it. People love him. Then he's at the Met Gala on Monday night while, while probably promoting, like going to show up for this weekend at this event, mm. which he showed up on SmackDown. And like, you think like after the Met Gala, he got out of his ridiculous Met Gala outfit. He's with Kendall Jenner. They're ordering Uber Eats and they're in their fancy Shangri-La hotel or wherever. And he's like, hold on, babe. I just got to show you this match. I got to train for Son got trained for Saturday night and like starts, makes her watch Raw. Yeah. <laughs> so he could be the link to getting the Kardashians back in, in yeah. wrestling, uh, which is pretty great. I saw a really funny tweet today, which someone was like, TK was probably watching Backlash like, 
what, what do I do to, to combat that? And someone has a picture of when Jeff Jarrett invited Taylor Swift to his house one time. Right. So it's like, get him to call Taylor Swift right now. <laughs> who else is, would be bigger? Like, again, wrestling fans who, when Bad Bunny was introduced, there's a lot of them who are like, I don't know who this guy yeah. is, so it doesn't mean anything to me. But then he, like, proved himself as, like, okay, no way. He knows his things. He knows how to wrestle. But after watching the show, there's no debate of how big this guy is. I mean, he took a, what, a, like, Falcon, Falcon arrow, broken arrow off off a set piece through a table. Like, this was crazy. I saw so many people posting, like, music websites posting this clip of this. Like, yo, Bad Bunny, is Bad Bunny allowed to do this? What's going on? He's getting thrown through tables. Fantastic. And I hope he's okay through all the crazy. I think the craziest bit was. Like on him was when he did a sliced bread and landed on his damn oh, head. I thought he knocked himself out for a second. He got up and fired up. Yeah. I was so impressed by him. Yeah. Is this okay? Look, there's been a lot of celebrity involvements in wrestling. You can go back to like when I'm thinking of matches. Who's had matches? Seth Green has had a match. Dennis mm. Rodman. I don't know. There's been a lot of celebrity. Lawrence Taylor. Lawrence Taylor. There's been a lot of celebrity things, but I think right here and now, this backlash match, Bad Bunny having the best celebrity wrestling match just ever bad right? bunny i mean bad bunny and logan paul is that gonna be a match at some point just yeah against each other yeah true yeah or at least right. a tag maybe look logan paul showed up and then got a match against roman so like that bad bunny, bunny needs yeah. to get that saudi it's fine so i i put backlash on at work yesterday sound yeah. off but um like i'm always trying to you know there's jay's going on there's like college football there's this that i'm always trying to like get the tvs all right but i'm like i'll put backlash on it's something like always something's going on and you always tell the people like sat at the bar kind of laughing at it and then they're like wait is that bad bunny (laughs) (laughs) and they were just like what the fuck i'm like yeah he's a he's a wrestler they're like what (laughs) there was one guy earlier in the day who i'd had everything set up and he's like can you put on the kentucky derby (laughs) kentucky derby yeah and i went what is that? Horses? And he like laughed, like scoffed at me, like, yeah, it's horses. I'm like, yeah, I don't give a shit about that. Like, <laughs> bad bunnies about a wrestle. <laughs> yeah, screw horses. It's yeah, all about the bunnies. Horses. It's all about the bunnies. Yeah, honestly, this match was awesome. I mean, so the match aside, like, it had crazy bumps that he was taking, that he was delivering. Like, the wrestling was connected. It had a good match first yeah. before we got to. You know, Judgment Day coming out, and then Carlito, <laughs> which, what a pop. Was that Carlito? Johnson. I thought it was Stone Cold Steve Austin wow. coming out in, like, 1999 yeah. or something. Uh, he looked great. I mean, we saw him at the Rumble a couple of years ago and looked fantastic then. Um, I I kind of hope this is more than a one-off. I'd love to see Carlito back. Yeah, this is this was crazy. I mean, earlier in the night, you saw Savio Vega gave... Benny, gave Bunny the, the Puerto Rican kendo stick that he used in the match. So... You got, he come, he's coming out. Then you got Carlito. And like for me, I'm not Puerto Rican, but I'm loving this crowd all night. Mm. They're loving everything. That's a pretty big deal. Like he's the son of Carlos Colon, right? Yeah. Like he's, he was, that's, that's crazy. And all these years later, there hasn't been a show here. Like that's a big deal. But for someone like, I, which I think that's beautiful and, and so amazing. For someone like me, you know, I love my 2005, 2006 era of wrestling. I knew his music right away. I was like, what? <laughs> and I love, we were watching this on our friend Tom's porch. He's barbecuing over there. We got a screen going on his patio thing and we're watching people are walking by. It's a nice day out. I started screaming <laughs> for Carlito. I'm like, why am I popping? So it's because the crowd, it was affectious. And was like, like, whoa, isn't that such a great moment for him? Like he was in the company for a fair amount of time. Yeah. Um, had some good moments, but like 
years after his like main career is over, he's getting this reaction. Yeah, in a st- like that's fucking cool. He did. He almost did the Jeff Hardy where he, he did. Yeah, he looks around. Oh. <laughs> you gotta soak it in, brother. Um, I uh, like I've. He's been back like three times since like leaving. He yeah. did that Hall of Fame speech, right. which he was fantastic in. Yeah. The Rumble and this. Every time he's like really proved himself. I think that even just in that speech, he was pretty. I remember him making jokes about the NWO just running long. So it's like, <laughs> better wrap this up. Um, I'd like to see him back, especially with this LWO thing. Yeah. Savio Vega as well, getting a. Huge pop. As Huge well. reaction. Of course, then like having the Dominic getting nuclear heat, Finn coming out, then Rey Mysterio, obviously the, the LWO guys, like they're all getting the Ray's mask as well is pretty cool. Yeah. It was just so awesome. Um, I, I just, I kind of wish they would with the street fight rules, if they found a way where Savio could have given, uh, Bunny like the, Caribbean strap to like strap himself to priest at some point. Right. Yeah. Would have been cool. Rematch. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, I, I love this. This was so, so good and such a, you could have totally ended the show with this, you know, bad bunny being hoisted up the LWO yeah. there with Puerto Rican flag is such a great. Regardless. It movie, was, it was just amazing. It, and this crowd were just crazy the whole time they I were so this. hot for it like he this was this was one of the loudest pops ever this was cm punk returning back in chicago loud yeah. this was like austin coming back this was hardy's coming back it was so loud it was seventeen thousand people in this coliseum but like wow i gotta say as well one of the best looking crowds as well yes absolutely yeah. yeah we need to go to the next one yeah <laughs> san yeah. juan didn't look quite as bo heavy as <laughs> <laughs> wrestling crowds quite often are <laughs> Yeah. yeah, fair enough. Yeah, next next Puerto Rico show. Yeah, definitely yeah, gonna Let's look go. at those look at those flights, especially if Bad Bunny's on it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we then went to the the six man tag, the Bloodline, Usos, and Solo Sokoa taking on Riddle, Sammy, and Kevin. Yeah, our cool down match of the the show, which yeah. is the six man Bloodline storyline continuing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm like, I enjoyed it. I thought the match was pretty good. Um, I think there's. I definitely think they've lost steam um, since WrestleMania. Like all of these characters, yeah. I am I am somewhat intrigued in the Jay Uso Solo Sokoa stuff going on, and I think um, I was actually surprised that the Bloodline won this because I thought they'd lose and it'd be like leading up to the Usos being kicked out. Um, I do think, in hindsight, it was the wrong move having. Roman retain absolutely yeah at WrestleMania at the time I was like let it let's see how it plays out but this whole thing does feel like it's it's lost a bit of gas yeah I think so I think they're really stretching on again Solo Sokoa is really good that's not like I think he's awesome he stepped up real quick and like proving himself real quick and the like kind of throwback to Umaga his uncle right Mm. just I love it so much but I think they're stretching out the like storylines a bit too much now they're they're really trying to get the squeeze the juice mm-hmm. of this well the so- solo's mad and then what solo grabs him by the throat and he's gonna spike him it's like but then they don't do it it's like they doing a lot of that now where i have kind of moved on i think i think you're right in hindsight cody winning could have just cleared that rome was not even on the show and i even mentioned barely mm. it's like we could have just done with that you could have had cody beat brock for the title Whatever, but I know they they want to stretch out the Roman reign for like because you could have still had like years, you know, you could have still done this bloodline story without the titles where you know Roman is 
mad at his soldiers, the Usos, for having him lose the match at Thing or whatever. Uh, I I just think, yeah, they are... I've liked the, the slow burn of this story, but it does feel like it's not burning anymore. Yeah. Um, and... And I think it's it's something we often see in uh, in wrestling. Once the babyface wins the title, where do you go from there? And I do think Sammy and Kevin are kind of treading water. It looks like they they may be heating up street profits for them, but that's babyfaces against babyfaces. It's uh, Sammy and Kevin. You know are going to deliver. They're always going to put on a a good match. And and Riddle as well being in the mix makes makes a lot of sense, but. I just think now they've won the titles, the story's kind of done. Yeah, you know, you finish your favorite Batman comic where he's fighting the Joker, and then what's the next one? Yeah, the Joker again. It's yeah. like you need you need other things for them to do, and they don't have a tag team division really. Mm. We were on that cloud nine in the past few months because, like, oh, the Usos who've been the champs for a long time are finally going to lose them to a new team of mm. Sammy and Kevin, which is amazing. But yeah, where do Sammy and, and Kevin the match go? is still one of my matches of the year? Yeah, like, it was awesome. It. But like. They already did the Street Profits match, the Raw for Mania. It was okay. Yeah. Like, so it's not really a SummerSlam. What's the SummerSlam tag team match? The Usos again in a ladder war TLC? Like, you know? You you could do, I, I think that would be good. And you could have it that where the Usos get it back, maybe. But um, yeah, it is. I'm, I am kind of story-wise um, a bit burnt out on this one now. Yeah, me too. Uh, but we'll see where it goes. For sure. The match was still good. The match was good. Yeah, I, I did enjoy it. And as you said, Solo is just looking great. And I, I, I do enjoy this part of it with Solo being, you know, the guy who isn't fucking up. Yeah. He's the one that, you know, won it for the team. Like uh, Simone Spike's just one of my favorite moves, too. It's great. Yeah. Good, good cocktail as well. Good cocktail yeah. as well, yes. And then we go to the main event. Uh, Cody Rhodes versus Brock Lesnar versus the exposed turnbuckle. Yeah, really. Uh, headbutts. Great. The hard way it looked like. Yeah, Brock was determined to bleed in this. He was like, I want you to smack me in the head with those steel steps as much as possible. Fuck, I'm still not busted open. All right, better just headbutt this turnbuckle explode. I don't know. Call me crazy. Maybe blading ain't so bad if you're going to get color. I'm trying to, like, the the gash was so big on his head that it had to be from doing that. But I'm like, there's no way he bladed, right? He didn't like, blade. No, I, I, like, rewound it yeah. back. And it was as soon as he headbutted that yeah. thing, you saw the blood just spur. And you know what made this a way better match for me? Like, blood does, and especially in the main event, like, when yeah. you haven't, and in a WWE where you don't really see blood. For sure. Um, apart from JC Jane last week. Yeah. Um... It just, it, it raised the stakes for me and it, it did get me into this. And it was still, you know, kind of like a Brock Lesnar match, not particularly long. Uh, Cody throwing a lot at him right out the gate, which I thought was awesome. And then Brock taking him to Suplex City and a, uh, a bit of a like surprise kind of roll up for the win. Um, but I, I got into it and I, I thought the blood definitely helped it though. Yeah. It was, it was, you described it right. Like Cody coming in, it was like, Godzilla versus King Kong, where one of them's going, 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 and then the other gets their big spot in. It's like suplex, suplex, suplex. The crowd was really into Cody, but I think more into Brock Lesnar, it sounded like. Uh, and then, like, the blood was crazy because there was so much of it. And, like, when Cody puts him under his armpit for the crossroads, mm. it's getting all over Cody. Yeah. So he's covered in this man's blood. Like, at one point, the ref is give, trying to give him a towel, and they're like, fuck off. And then finally gives it to him after the match. But he was crimson mask, completely bloody. 
Uh, and then, like, the finish is he goes for the Kimura, but then Cody, like, stacks him and the ref counts it, mm. so it's three. And then Cody Rhodes just runs away. What? If you're going to do that finish, like, why did you just have him run away like that? It it almost, and I I know, it can't have been a time thing because it's network unless it was a building It time. was late. It was, it, like, 11.30 it went till. It almost felt like, uh, you know, he was giving Brock the, the ring. Like, you know, Brock was saying, like, apparently going around Raw saying his goodbyes leading up to Domania. It almost felt like they were giving him the ring for, like, that kind of hmm. standing O at the end. But we just cut right to the, you know, the graphic and then the, the like, the video. And I'm so glad they brought back these videos of, of showing the whole yeah, event again. Yeah, I yeah. used to love when they did that. Yeah. And it just reminds you, wow, this was a really fun event. But, yeah, it was the, the finish... Doing it that way leads me to think maybe a a rematch as well. Because it wasn't definitive. It was like caught yeah. with a roll-up. So I don't know if you do this again in Saudi. Or yeah, I imagine... Cody's done with him and he's going to try and finish the story. Whatever no, Brock happens. looked angry. So you would imagine Brock costs Cody this tournament in for the title. Yeah. Which sets sure. up a rematch, non-title. So Cody's not attached to that title still. So you got uh, what we're having a few triple threat matches on Raw and SmackDown, and yeah. we're doing like a little tournament, and then winners will face at um, Night Champions. You know what I want? Yeah, Brock Roman final for the title. Yeah, that'll make that'll be great. <laughs> Do it. Yeah, for SummerSlam. <laughs> uh, no, no, I mean for the final of the tournament. Oh, this tournament. Yeah, oh, for have Brock sake. versus Roman in Saudi. Yeah, and Roman wins. <laughs> yeah, triple and then crown he, champ, and then he can. He can uh, switch whatever brands he wants, right? Because any champion can do that, right? Yeah, we'll go to NXT. He'll win that as well. Be Carmelo Hayes. Just eat Carmelo Hayes up. And yeah, best for business. Yeah, uh, Cody Brock was was good. I don't. I wouldn't say it was bad because I, I was still pretty into it. But I do think that there's... It's gonna, if this was the first one, I do think they should go to it again and get even like more buddy. I really... And maybe he just can't anymore. But I do... I do think Brock's good. Like, I do think, I think his selling's great. And like, I mean, he's a beast. You, when you, when you go to these events and you see him in po- person, it is like, oh, wow, this, this is a, is a big, big motherfucker. Man. Yeah. Um, I would just love to see him work, like try and do the 20 minute match, you know, cause he could do right. that against Cody. And cause I think they went, what, nine, something like that. Right. It wasn't um, long. And, and really like, I think in this, in his second career, with WWE, the Punk match is probably the Punk SummerSlam match is probably his best one. Yeah, I'd or say. that Cena one that's kind of similar the to Extreme this one. Rules one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. Um, I just think, and Cody's a guy he could do that with. Sure, when you're against a Goldberg, it's going to just be spam moves and get it done in five minutes. Right. But I think he could put on something better with Cody. Yeah, you think John Moxley watched this match and was like, "You son of a fuck!" Bitch. Yeah. Now you want to bleed? Yeah. Now you want to bleed? You. Mm. <laughs> but overall, I, I thought this was a really fun show and continues a really hot run of pay-per-views for WWE. Yeah, I, I mean, if WrestleMania was your already show of the year runner, this one could could take its place. I just had so much fun watching it back. And the wrestling connected, the silliness and other stuff connected, the street fight in Puerto Rico with Bad Bunny was just a perfect storm of awesome wrestling and like sprinkled in with Carlito, the apple spot. Mm. Like it just had everything going. And then like, again, lots of actual good matches. Bianca and EO just 
killing it for me. They went 18 minutes. I'm seeing here, which yeah, that was that was, that was just a cl- that was classic, honestly. Um, yeah, I, I couldn't tell you because I really love Bad Bunny yeah, and Priest. So both of those matches just really made the show awesome. But everything in between was also really fun to watch. So I would give this like two thumbs up. Really, the crowd made it really like shows how much a crowd can make a show when they're just so hungry for this like show. They're yeah. so hungry to have something come back to their their town and and country. And WWE should take notes of what worked for them and do this in other places don't keep going to fucking corpus christi and fucking where else do they go all the time it's like go somewhere else and you'll see people are out there and this this proved that they they ate it up well another market hungry for wrestling is europe because all in tickets for AEW at wembley went on sale this week uh pre-sale started on tuesday general sale on friday and uh, we we've snapped up our tickets. Yeah, uh, we've got some pretty pretty sweet tickets for the show. Are you all in? And yeah, this like I I think WWE would have seen this and been like, fuck, why have we like why have they not done this? Why yeah. have they not done WrestleMania at Wembley at this point? Because this they've sold. It's been kind of like no official number out there, but it's looking between like sixty five and seventy thousand sold already. This thing went on general sale two days ago with no matches announced. Yeah. You know, I th- I think they could completely sell out this thing. They will. I have no doubt. Like, at this point, like, what's the gate on this thing already? Like, it surpassed 7 mil. It's like 7.7 or something. Yeah. And, and Clash of the Castle did 8.1. Like, so it, it's already, uh, it's already surpassed, um, attendance for Clash of the Castle, which, um, like the actual number I think was around 56,000. Um, WWE wow. often report more. Uh, WWE's top, like, attendance is 101,763, but that was for WrestleMania 32. But that's the, you know, how many heartbeats are in the building kind of thing. The actual, uh, amount of fans who went through the turnstiles at 32 were, uh, 80,709. So this show could actually surpass wwe's wow. highest show it ain't surpassing collision, collision in korea, korea. Um, <laughs> never will but like and that is like a huge w for um for AEW. and and i think it's just it's gonna mean great things for just the world with pro wrestling because i think we've seen from this show from montreal from got money in the bank in london coming up we've got uh aw at wembley i think you're just gonna see so many more of these shows all over the world, probably another Australia show happening at some point, you know, going to these markets. Um, I'm like this, it's going to be awesome. Like I, I've been watching like few clips of different events at Wembley where it's sold out, like, uh, Tyson Fury's entrance, uh, for the boxing where I think that was what, 96,000. There's a lot of people. They're not beating that. that. Yeah. They're not beating that. Um, and like, it's going to look incredible. And when you've got, you know, this whole stadium singing Judas. Jericho has to book Fozzie for this so he yeah. can say his band has played Wembley. Like, he's an idiot yeah, if yeah, he doesn't yeah. do that. Sing the song and then and then walk out and let them play the instrument. Exactly. For the rest of it. Like, sing the first verse chorus and yeah. then just walk out. Um, but it's... I'm so excited for this show. Yeah, I'm really hoping it's not a one big giant house show, considering All Out is happening the it next weekend. Be. Like, yeah, what? I know, but it's like okay, the next week's the pay per view, but you've got to, yeah, you've got to make this like the biggest thing yeah. ever. And I think you're gonna have 
so many people just go to this who don't really know what AW is. Like a family ticket's only a hundred pounds to take your whole family for a day out for a hundred quid in London. Right. That's not like, that's pretty cheap really. And I think you're going to get the people who, you know, see Jericho on the poster and see Sting and go, Oh, I, I know those guys don't know who this Kenny Omega is, but I know these guys. I think you're going to get a lot of that there. And I think the more tickets it sells and like, the more it's promoted like leading up to it in the UK, you're going to get more and more people that just choose to have the day out for the wrestling. And it's, it's going to be insane. It's so close to other countries, right? That yeah. people can fly in. If you are like a hardcore fan, then it's like, all right, I'll pay like a $50 flight and stay there and go to the show in and out even, but pretty crazy. And I'm, I'm so happy for TK, that crazy son of a bitch. Yeah. Did it. He did it like already. It's a success. Like that's crazy. You made seven plus mil on an ev- one event yeah. that you know, looking like you may have got a little deal on him possibly with you know your family and the soccer and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Sorry, football. So like, good for you. That's crazy. So I can't wait. I can't wait to to go to it. It's gonna be. A, we were at all in the first one, and that was a smidgen of what this mm-hmm. is gonna be. This is just gonna be absolutely nuts. So yeah, hit, let us know if you're attending because we will be doing. Uh, announcing stuff it further. sucked trying to get tickets for this yeah because we're over here in toronto you yeah. you were saying you were trying to wake up and so i i got up like just before 4 a.m for the first pre-sale and uh because it like wembley does have a roof but it doesn't completely close so it will need to have a canopy above the ring okay and therefore you don't want to be sat behind one of those pillars yeah like i've done it before it sucks the pillars so i'm looking and on like day one i'm up from like 3.45 in the morning till basically till I'm going to work at 10 yeah. in the morning looking for tickets at work keep on like refreshing and stuff and all I was getting was corners and uh, corners or the, the heavens right and so like I gave up day one I was like alright it seems to be as soon as you could see it being sold in sections because you couldn't when it was on general release they had where you could click on the seats whereas this was just this is what we're offering you. And then it would go from like section 511 to 512 to 513. And right. it seemed like, okay, they're selling out a section. They're moving on to the right, next. Okay. So I waited for day two and then found six tickets together, like, like at the end zone. So okay. not going to have a pillar. Looks pretty good. Pretty good view. So the pillars the won't block our view. They shouldn't block this, uh, block our view. I mean, if the pillars sat in front of me, they probably wouldn't block my view anyways. <laughs> <laughs> this is very true. Yeah. I'm taller than all of yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I, I can't wait. I think this is the show I'm most excited for this year. Hell and, yeah. Uh, once they announce some big matches, this thing could... You, you'll hopefully have other people go like, oh man, that match is announced. I got to go and go to London. Right. Omega versus... Who? Ah, Kenny Omega, Kazuchika Okada, five. Book it, TK. Okada, Just do Omega, it. Okay. I saw Meltzer put out a tweet last week. Said, "Who do you people want? Please help vote. Who should Kenny fight at, at, at all in?" And got my attention. Kenny being my goat, and he didn't put Punk in the list of things you could pick. Mm. So everybody went, "Come on, what about Punk?" And he's like, "Well, right now that match is physically impossible. That's why I didn't put it." Right, of yeah. course. Uh, so you think Punk? You've been saying Punk. I mean, the whole time. I, I think. If if they are on board with Punk, I think it's probably the six man at Wembley and the singles in uh, Chicago okay. the next week because I right. think that's a good setup. It still feels like a huge match. 
Punk in F- the Bucks, the Elite versus FTR Punk. Exactly. That's still a huge match and and also works in favor of setting up the match the following week. Yes. Um, if you don't have Punk, I'd go... You have Punk. Uh, I think you have Punk. No, I think Punk's on the show. Okay. But it's whether they're going to work together. Sure. Um, I think Osprey, Kenny. Okay. But I don't think it'll main event. Hmm. I don't think... I don't think it's fair to the people in that roster to have an outsider be in the main event of the biggest AEW show. So I think that would be like... Yeah, they just need to work harder, though. <laughs> yeah. I, I think you'll have uh, that, and then the actual main event will be MJF Sting and Sting's retirement. Yeah, I think Sting retires, and MJF says, Look, I retired you, Sting. Sting says, Nah, I'm going to retire next week after I fight Darby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what's happening. Double retirement. He's going to do the Muda. The Muda? Yeah. Surf sting. Surfer Sting in Wembley. Yeah. And then Emo Crow Sting again. I yeah. don't know how he's going to get the hair back that fast, but it, he'll figure it out. I'll just die. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, I I think you're going to... I just don't want to it be like, hey, we've got to give Kip Sabian a match. Yeah, no, none like of that. that. Yeah, put the box on, sit in Soraya, the crowd. Soraya, Jamie Hayter. Soraya, Jamie Hayter seems like the big one oh, to go. Oh, that... that- Jamie Hayter's theme at a stadium? I'm going to have a heart attack. We're going to go nuts. (laughs) We're going to floss the Jamie Hayter and lose our mind. Um, You see the Jamie Hayter mega mix. That was all us. Never forget, Jamie Hayter's a fan of us marking out to her music. Never forget. Uh, Our friend who does the the theme to Up Next is joining us. He's a big, like, old school wrestling fan. He's never seen AEW. But uh, he's like, I'm like, you've got to come to this. Like, it's, uh, so I've been showing him, like, what matches would, cause the first thing I sent was, here's a bite sized thing of what AEW is, and I sent Kenny versus Vikingo. Right. I think that's an easy match with no context. I just showed it to watch. my brother yesterday, yeah. yeah. Um, so what other matches should I sprinkle in? Well, it's funny, I've mentioned this on the show before. My brothers used to be, they're younger than me, but they used to be big fans, and they keep asking me, like, hey, well, you know, if I miss AEW, I want to watch it, and it's like, watchwrestling.com or whatever mm. but like it's not on, it's you they should put full matches on youtube yeah so he, they found a site if you just search aw full matches in google there's a website where some guy compiled oh. every match individually like any match from aw you can find so i showed him vikingo kenny and he lost his mind he's instantly a fan of vikingo uh i showed him he used to be a fan of jeff hardy so i showed him uh not firm deletion mm. we'll talk about that later though uh, I showed him Jeff versus Darby. He's like, what the hell? Yep. And then he's like, that was pretty violent, but I want like I want something a bit more violent. So I showed him Moxley and Hangman with the fork. Yep. So he loved that. Uh showed him a few other matches. He was he was super into it. He loves MJF okay. as well. But yeah, show, send him that website. Do you do a a stadium stampede? That'd be too crazy. What do you like football team almost? You're gonna have them in the, the jerseys? Like BCC I don't like just, just brawling all around Wembley Stadium. Yeah, it's pretty wild. It'd be pretty fun. Yeah, uh, yeah. How would you uh, fantasy book Wembley out there at Poison Rana Pod mm. Twitter Instagram to let us know uh, what matches you think they should book there? Because I'm seeing lots of people's dream match scenarios. I'm loving it. I'm loving to yeah. see what what it what it's going to be. The same. We're going to the two biggest shows this summer: Forbidden Door and Wembley. Like. Those are going to have, if we're not, we have to get Osprey Okada, uh, Omega once. One of them. Out of these two shows, yeah. TK. Don't let me down. <laughs> and uh, as excited as we are for this show, I haven't been too excited about AW recently. No. Like, it's, I really haven't enjoyed the build to this uh, pay-per-view coming up. And it feels maybe we're treading water until these big shows we've got coming up over the summer. It's um, safe to say this is the this is going to be a lower pay per view number for them. Yeah, 
I think. I think so. Because, like, I think you're going to be main eventing with this BCC elite stadium, sorry, anarchy match yeah. possibly with forks and violence and blood. But, like, everything else, not really too hot on. I still love AEW. Still watch every week and we'll be watching this week. Um, um, like we were saying, we're tempted to go to Detroit this week, but we're saving our trip for SummerSlam. But, like, it's... It's not cooking as much as they usually do. There's no hot singles match at all on this show because you've got uh, you've got your women are in faction warfare. You got your your ten top men are in faction warfare, and you've got a four way for the title. The only singles match I believe that's been announced is what Jay White Ricky Starks. That's on the pay per view. I believe so. Or Great. so it's. It's not, I'm sure it's going to, like, we'll watch the show and be like, oh, that was awesome, because it. we always say that. But I have definitely been low on AEW. Uh, got a few things from this week, a few highlights uh, I thought we could talk about. Um, Brian Danielson's promo. Uh, yeah. Saying that he's better than Bret Hart. I agree. I agree, <laughs> Brian. I agree. Yeah, is this, this is pretty funny. So... Like, you have other people in this company who are the big Bret Hart fans. They wear the Hitman jerseys out on... They, all, they do all the Bret Hart tribute matches, as people say. And then you have these guys who come out here and be like, I'm better than Bret Hart. Like, screw Bret Hart. And is it because Bret Hart's been talking a lot of shit about AEW lately? Because <laughs> he has. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's that. And I also think we do have a impending return of CM Punk, yeah. um, who is a Bret Hart guy. And Danielson also... Uh, like, you know, saying, I'm the best in the world, that kind of thing. So yeah. getting that Punk-Danielson match that we we got in WWE, but we never got it how we really wanted it, yeah. I felt, in WWE. I agree. But also, you know, CMFTR versus... Uh, Is that their name that they go by? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> uh, versus the BCC would be pretty awesome as well. Yeah, Claudio, Mox, and Danielson versus... Yeah. Sorry, Yuda, but yeah. Uh, who who would they get if if Bret Hart? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's too bad. He's in that Legends deal, right? Mm. They can't get him. Nah. They've been talking shit about him. I know they have the Owen tournament, so it'd be cheeky to do stuff more trash talk on the Hearts. But but I, I think this also maybe indicates uh, Danielson to win the Owen. That, yeah, I, I'm I'm assuming he's in it because of the way he was talking about yeah. that. But I loved his promo where he's, he's like, "I'm better than him." Of course. I'm better than him and there should be wrestlers better than me in the future. Hopefully if, you know, if I do my job yeah. properly. So I loved it. Uh, well, he's a, he's a Sean guy, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, he is a Sean guy. <laughs> True. You know, I love my Brett, but Brett, Brett, like don't just shit on wrestling these no. days. I understand your gripes, but you know, uh, I thought Danielson was, so, handled it well. <laughs> so the winner of the first Owen cup, Sean guy. Sean guy. Yeah. Winner of second Owen Cup. Yeah. Sean guy. Fuck you, Brett. You should have signed with us. <laughs> but is that is that something you could uh you could do as a a final? I don't I don't think Punk should be near the title anytime soon. Never again. <laughs> because like at least like maybe challenge for it, but he'll be he'll don't be challenging MJF. He'll get injured again. Yeah, he'll but, be challenging MJF. You know, Brian versus Punk for the Owen. Could be cool in the sta- in the yeah, saddle dome. Yeah, that'd be f- nutty. That could be huge. Yeah, true. Um, yeah. Uh, well, that was that was one of the highlights for me this week. Just a this, small this talk, promo. Yeah. But the main event of this week was Jeff Jarrett, Jay Lethal, Satnam Singh, and Sanjay Dot going to the uh, 
chicken farm. The chicken farm, the ranch um, of the Briscoes. This was... Oh, look at that picture. Look at picture that. of Jeff Jarrett. Satnam just, just playing with the baby. <laughs> Jeff Jarrett, with eyes my baby closed, tonight. hair flowing. Yeah. Wow, this was genuinely so, so funny. Yeah, a two-minute vignette here that stole the show, I yeah. think. And if for anyone who didn't like this one, maybe wrestling just isn't for you. <laughs> uh, where the hell did they get suspenders that fit this big, tall Satnam Singh? This guy is huge. How did they find those things? Yeah, where? they're going to be customs, I guess. <laughs> big and large store? Building the gyms, yeah. probably. Like. <laughs> Someone, some big fuckers. This was great. From... The, the, like, clips of them, like, doing yard work. Jeff Jarrett riding the tractor thing. With the slow motion yeah. walk with all of them, like, their sleeves out. Like. Yeah, it's like, it felt like I was watching Oh Brother, Where Art Thou or something. Oh. I don't know what I was watching here, but this was so funny. And then, like, of course, they've got the baby, so he's about to sing with my baby yeah. tonight. <laughs> so it's just so good. Which they cut off because it's probably trademark. Yeah, of course know? it so. is, yeah. So it's just so good. The pencil in the ear of the baby. Yeah. Papa Briscoe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and like finally, it, it actually kind of made sense why this story's going on because it's they've got a title match against FTR and Mark Briscoe beat FTR. Yeah, so it, they they just want him for for tips. So there's your double or nothing tag match, which is Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett versus FTR. Which you tell me that a couple of months ago, I'd have been like, yeah, why? Why is Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett taking up no, a it'll be good. spot? Now I'm like, absolutely. It'll be they good too. They 100% should be. So they're they're doing all these chores on the chicken farm because they want to get Briscoe to, to talk secrets, to talk shop yeah. while they go fishing at the end of this. This was so funny. So ridiculous. Yeah, the meme of Jeff Jarrett singing is now my new favorite. It's, Jeff Jarrett is the the... In the best way possible, the cockroach of wrestling that just won't go away. But in the best, like meaning he'll re- he'll just stay relevant always. And he, well, he, he gained a fan again. He's now at that point where it's... It's like a family guy joke. Yeah. You know, when the joke starts and it's funny and then they play it on and on so it doesn't get funny and you're like, all right, I'm over the joke now. And then they push it that bit further where you're like, all right, it's kind of funny again now. Yeah, I mean, that's Jeff Jarrett's entire wrestling career. Yeah. You see that, that all in poster modified, oh, but it's, it's so just good. all Jeff Jarrett, but different <laughs> variations of him, like through the years. It's like, oh my like, God. Like they got to put some title on this guy at some point. <laughs> yeah. He should be the, I, I know Orange is killing it. He should. If it wasn't FTR, like he should be tag champ with Jay, would get some heat on them. But mm. winning the uh, the IC title here would be like his. I do think because they did the fake switch, didn't they? And then it yeah. went to, um, it actually went to the guns, right? I think that would have been way better. Yeah, these guys if really had have it as the heel. They had way more heat, and then you have FTR beating them. Yeah, for the title. Yeah, the I guns would have been maybe the better. guns were a complete miss. Um, we had a another kind of. Uh, cinematic production this week on AEW uh, actually uh, got me interested in Rampage for once. I thought this was actually maybe a good idea to do something a little different on Rampage what, rather Jay- than just more matches. Jay White didn't bring you into Rampage? No. Was he on not. this week? Probably. Did, do they call him Switchblade or do they just call him Rampage I, Jay White? I don't know, man. <laughs> uh, uh, so- I did like his his look, though, on, on Wednesday. I liked his, his, uh, He's a his fashion- clothes. He's a fashionable He's a guy. He's a smart-looking guy. Yeah. Well... Well, well, the beard isn't. But like, I mean, like, smart and uh, he didn't come in at the right time at AEW. No, no, smart dressing. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, but we had the firm deletion, uh, which was... All one. right, in a nutshell, Davey, just quickly, explain how we got here. So, <laughs> Matt Hardy lost a match against Ethan Page, which we were at 
We were at that match. We were there at the beginning of this story. What are you talking about? Yeah. Was, I don't believe you. It was Ethan Page, Matt Hardy, you're and Toronto. No, no you're or was lying. it Ethan Page? No, it was Ethan Page, Isaiah Cassidy, I think, which Ethan Page won and therefore got Matt Hardy's contract. What the hell? So the contract was owned by the firm. Wow. And then... I was part of history. And then uh, Hardy was playing, like, friendly with Ethan Page, but then, like, added, like, an um, amendment... Whatever in the in the contract, which said if Hook uh, wins his match, uh, he's uh, free from the firm. Oh yeah, he was contract him. Yeah, yeah right. so um, that happened. Hook won, and now Hook's friends with Matt. And then Jeff came back, and he's, All right, he's clean now, apparently. And uh, whoever edited edited this thing together isn't. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, they have a, a compound match. The firm deletion. This you, was awful. Yeah, I think it's past its uh, expiration date. But there was nothing, like, clever. I mean, the other ones have been stupid, but, like, they've been clever, stupid things, just out, how outside the box they've thought. Yeah. This was just a brawl with... Yeah, like, we watched the extended cut yeah. earlier, because <laughs> they cut it for the time. For punishment. Yeah, we, we watched the extended 20-minute one or whatever, but... Yeah, uh, it's a lot of them fighting, if, like, you know, in the trees. There's the firework bit. There's uh, the bit off where, like, Stokely goes to Matt Hardy's theater and then, like, the kids show up and they beat the shit out of him and then he's doing, like, Chappelle show jokes and stuff. I thought the 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 bits that got me were that part when he's like, Tony Khan's going to pay for his sins or his crimes because the kids are, like, beating him up. Matt Hardy's, like, nine million kids. Matt, who has more kids? Like Matt Hardy or uh, the dude from Public Enemy? What's his name? Or, or Bob Marley? Like, how many kids does Matt Hardy have? Like nine. I don't know. It's a lot. <laughs> They're beating the shit out of yeah. Stokely, which is funny. Uh, when Isaiah Cassidy just moaned yeah. on the thing, that made me laugh. But like, it's silly and stupid. It was but... just, it was just brawling though. It, there wasn't any like really funny moments. I didn't think, and and it was weird that they had occasional commentary. It would just which, disappear. Which felt like it, you know when you're playing the video games and there's no commentary for a while, and then it just comes out. Oh, Matt Hardy with a twist of fate. There, he is like, rolling. He is rolling. Yeah, <laughs> it felt like that. Um, it's not like I was rolling watching this. Fucking I, match. Yeah, I, I really didn't think this was very good. Uh, I I don't like Stokely Hathaway. I don't find it. I think he's on way too much. I think he's uh, he thinks he's funnier than he is. Is what I get from his performance style. Which I liked him in NXT. I I thought he was a good manager in NXT, and I think I have not enjoyed him in AEW with baddies or with these guys. Yeah, I'm wondering. He just seems low rent. I find. I, I I kind of know what you're saying. I was a huge fan of him. Some of the indie stuff I saw, and then in NXT, he was pretty funny, kind of in the bits he was there. But we always wondered, hey, what if he wasn't in WWE? He'd probably be a lot funnier. And then kind of having the the you know the training wheels off somewhere else. It's not. That, it's like it's not, he needs a leash. Almost. It's like he needs. I I I, I know what you're saying because I do think he is funny in in certain parts. But this was this was yeah, just not for me. As much as I when the first one ever happened, when the first few happened, the compound matches and stuff like that, I was totally into it. I just think that we've moved away from it. Like, sorry, it's past, Matt. Like, let it go. I I feel as well. Like, if anyone is you know flicking through channels, um, you you flick and you catch one of the like. Any of the match, like the wrestling's great yeah. in AEW. You might be like, oh, that, like Viking O'Kenny. Imagine if you just stumbled across that. You'd be like, what the fuck am I watching? Yeah. And I think even something as silly as the, the Briscoe's farm, uh, 
would like you go, oh, that's stupid. But yeah, it, that it's was still, two minutes. This was twenty funny. minutes. <laughs> this it's embarrassing. Yeah, like, I didn't want to. Everyone just ah, I'm being choked. Ah. It's like you're trying. When people were like, oh, you watch that fake shit? This is yeah, this. Yeah. This is it. Yeah, yeah. I, I told you my brother was like, hey, anything good going on in AEW? Like, what was on Dynamite or like that, that, that other show? Was it Rampage? I'm like, nothing. There was nothing on this show. Don't watch it. I don't want to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so any other AEW chat? I mean, I guess we should talk about the world title. Yeah, so uh, I, I did. I do enjoy MJF and Sammy as a as a team. Like they're very mm-hmm. funny. I feel like MJF has like a lot of Family Guy type humor. That's like over the top. Playing, he's like Stewie almost yeah. or something. I don't know what it reminds me of, but I love it. Uh, and the mashup was great that they had. But uh, yeah, we knew the match was going to be the four way. Mm. I think the promotion for this match kind of was done a bit wrong. As much as I like the Sammy and MJF thing, um, but. I do think the match will be amazing. Don't get me wrong, yeah. but the the build to it is not that exciting. The four way was fun. Sorry, the tag was fun. Yeah, it was um, okay. But just yeah, it's the build's been horrible. It's been very WWE build. You know, yeah, DQ, we know the match. So we're yeah. having a a multi man match, and we knew the match from the very first set of promos five weeks ago, and it's just been played on and on, and a lot of the promos have sucked. Um, and there's no way anyone buys MJF losing this title to, to any, any of, of these guys. guys. Yeah, I think you could have built built up a really hot singles Derby and MJF. And I think maybe it's a bit too early to go to this four way match. I get you want to do the pillars match at some point, and especially if you end up, you know, losing one of these guys to another company or whatever. But no one's buying Jungle Boy and Sammy Guevara yet. Yeah. Uh, Whereas I, I feel Darby, Darby is in that upper mix, I think. Um, I will say that something that maybe got me a bit more interested in, in like a hopeful situation. It, it wouldn't make sense now. It was when MJF walks, sneaks into Jungle Boy's locker room mm. when Darby slips out. And yeah. he's like, hey, you know, you should try thinking about yourself. You should try being a little bad. Yeah. And Jungle Boy thinks about it for a second. I'm like, it would, wouldn't make sense. But like... He somehow doesn't get pinned and, or cost, he spirals off to feud with Darby because he did, he does listen to MJF is what I'm mm. saying. He does realize, you know what? This isn't working for me. I, I and then when, when, I, again, I know it's way too soon, but when Christian is tangling with Wardlow saying, no, 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 it's not him that wants, not Luchasaurus that wants the match. I want the match. I think when it comes time, nah, it's not me who wants the match. It's my new friend. We've re, we've, I, he buried me, but we're yeah. friends again, and now we're bad guys. I think it, it would actually make some logical sense for Jungle yeah. Boy, who went, like, they've, MJF and Jungle Boy had a couple of matches very early on in AEW, which they were great matches. Yeah. And they are, uh, like, each other's equal, and MJF would cheat and win. And now you're looking at it, and MJF is the world champion, and jungle boy hasn't held any yeah, singles he, titles he's still a jungle boy that right. kind of thing yeah so I, I think that would something that be something that logically makes sense um th- then we go to can we actually see jack perry pulling off playing a bad guy yeah i haven't learned, i haven't liked his promos no so i love jungle boy but the promos not not been solid and not just for, for, just from this match build yeah. isn't just that exciting so this is a match i think that will 
uh, over deliver, but yeah. I, I'm not interested in the build and it's not making me want to buy the pay per view. Right. Uh, you mentioned we're getting Christian and Wardlow. Is that for the pay per view? <laughs> I guess. I don't know. That's okay, weird. Strat Christian. Yeah, at this point, I mean, Christian's gotta, gotta keep, keep warm for when Edge comes in. Mm. <laughs> I hope. I don't know. I need, uh, like Christian now to be, you know, talking about fucking Arn's wife. Yeah. We're getting Christian on promo offs. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that's why Christian's feuding with Wardlow. He's looked at the roster. Okay, what champion's dads aren't alive? Oh, Wardlow. That is true. <laughs> Fuck, that is true. <laughs> you didn't pick up on that? No. It was going to be Luchasaurus, and then I realized your dad's dead. So Good. Oh, Luchas- facing Luchasaurus' you. dad's been dead for 600 million years. <laughs> so I got to go after the guy who's man buns uh, growing back yeah <laughs> in honor of his dead dad oh shit i'll just fight him he's a champion cool so yeah wardlow got the title just to lose it to christian uh what else did we have we had Sheeta return Sheeta, the fake out pretending she's gonna join the outcasts and yeah not. yeah uh that means though like doesn't so sorry we've now we've got tony ruby and soraya and then Brit, Jamie, and Sheeta. And Sheeta. So that's some sort of six yeah, man, six woman tag match. I wonder what the double or nothing match would be. But you should have Jamie defend the title. Yeah. Shouldn't you? Yeah. So it's whether you have it be like Brit, Sheeta, and I guess Willow. Okay. And then you can have Jamie in a singles against someone. Sure. But yeah. did the outcast need someone else as well? Because I'd save Soraya for Jamie. Wembley. For Wembley, that yeah, makes But that's a long sense. time from now. Yeah, it's still a few months. So I don't want to watch this feud go that But long. then once this pay-per-view circuit's over, we've got the Forbidden Door built. Right, yeah. So that can kind of actually... And maybe Mercedes. This year might be a welcome distraction, this. Uh, sure. So you could do a Mercedes or anyone from the... May. Yeah. From that, uh, from the stardom roster. Yeah. But yeah, AEW definitely been down on, but I am... I think it's going to start kicking into gear after this pay-per-view probably yeah i'm sure they'll add some some bigger matches to the show hopefully we do get that announcement of like some sort of big anarchy match which will come but i'm sure they'll they'll stack the pay-per-view and i'm sure it'll still be a good show don't get me wrong but i will say it does feel like a bit of a lull before the big summer announcements that they have with the whole canada tour going over to the uk lots of lots of stuff going on so i I have a i have feeling that once the, the the gears are moving in the right direction. It'll get back on on track because the ticket sales for these events are crazy. Sold out shows, stadium shows, all these things. Like it's gonna get back on track and just be be awesome. Not as awesome as uh, someone in the chat right now. Yeah. He's just going off saying uh, Elizabeth HBK says, uh, "Hey, read my comments in the chat because uh, they're so happy that WWE came back to Puerto Rico. We're yeah. happy for you. We were we're just happy. discussing it. You got to hit that rewind they're, button. They're still buzzing from last night. Yeah, what a show! Thank we you just for checking us out. Elizabeth. Yeah. hit that subscribe button. Thank uh, you. We talk about wrestling a lot yeah. over here at Poison Rana. We just ho- chatted about that show. It was awesome. Uh, yeah. So that was what's going on in um, AEW. This week's the cage match. What else is in the? Anything else going on in wrestling? I think um, that's it. I don't know. There's a bit of talk with. Uh, Drew McIntyre's contract, I think. Again? Yeah, Fightful reporting that his contract's not over until early 2024, I believe. But there's, they're kind of on very different pages at the moment. He's, he's taking time off at the moment because he's banged up. Okay. And he wanted to, he wanted to do the triple threat at Mania and put over Gunther. Uh, but now he's sort of resting and recovering. But I think they're, they're on different pages at the moment, creatively, 
creativity. I can't Creativ- talk today. Creativity. Why? Yeah. Yeah. Creatively. That's the word. Creatively. Fuck, man. Uh, and, and with money. So, and is potentially exploring other options. But, uh, timing wise, unless it's like an early release, it's not going to line up with the Wembley show at all. Right. Or anything. Okay. Yeah. Um, which I can't say I'm interested in it. I don't think it needs him for the Wembley show. No. Um, but just he is a big name in WWE that is currently kind of taking a bit of a, a backseat. Yeah, which is cool. Rasta. Um, anything else? Anything else you've seen from this? Uh, I saw that uh, people were going off about Triple H liking a tweet about yeah. Tony Khan or something like that. Uh, some fan was like, oh, if AEW's doing so poorly, why did Warner just give them another show? TV ratings are outdated to view popularity of wrestling. It's it's all about, like, you know, selling shows and tickets and merch and stuff. And uh, Triple H liked this tweet. Yeah. So Triple H, A, he likes the healthy competition. And B, he also thinks maybe TV ratings don't mean as much as they kind of are made out to me. Of course, it means st- stuff with, you know, advertisers and that's Sponsors a big deal. Things, but, but yeah, yeah. Popularity wise, you look at some of the stuff from Backlash last night already over on social media. The views are insane. People consume media so differently yeah. now. We're born, I'm born in 1991. You think I pay for cable? Yeah. <laughs> Hell no. Yeah. I grew up, we learned how to torrent when I was yeah. a kid. We oh, learned yeah. how to, <laughs> we learned how to use Google. Nowadays, kids watch shit on TikTok. That's yeah. how they watch their wrestling. Yeah. They went, wow, do you see that Bad Bunny match? It was great in a minute-long TikTok mm. highlight. Like, that's, exactly. that's shit today. Yeah, yeah. What does that help WWE with ratings, right? So, And clearly, they're still popular because all, all these companies are selling stadiums, you know? Yeah. Like, it's they weren't doing multiple stadiums a, a year back in... 2000 yeah look i'm really cool that it's really cool that AEW is doing like kind of a a canada tour of places that aren't don't get the Mm. the big rub like what they're doing saskatchewan and some crazy places but i saw santos escobar saying like yo it's cool wwe just did puerto rico we need a big show in mexico like one big pay-per-view in mexico and i think now with the way the world's opening up we need to see more wrestling shows everywhere everywhere i want to see it everywhere where would you where would you want to see a wrestling show i know you want new orleans but it looks like we're getting a wrestlemania nashville in a few years okay so that's great um uh yeah i mean outside of the states i think mexico uh makes a lot of sense um i think doing australia again but you know having it now we now we're doing. It used to be these, you know, Saudi Arabia shows, Australia shows, those kind of things. They're almost like non-canon shows, house shows, you know. Yeah. And I think we've seen like over the last couple of years, the Saudi shows have moved into being more like actual just pay-per-views. Yeah. Uh, we're seeing that with like Backlash in Puerto Rico and all that. Uh, so I think Australia is a a big market you could do. Yep. And and you've got some like you know. Grayson Waller's just been called up to SmackDown. You've got your Bronson Reeds. You've, Rhea. You've got Rhea Ripley. Of main, event, main event yeah. show there. Like, I think Australia, do do a cricket stadium, whatever, would be great. Um, other parts of Europe. I mean, look, you did... Uh, if AEW sell out Wembley, there's only one stadium in, in Europe that's bigger than Wembley. That's Barcelona. Right. Okay. That'd be. I'd go. To, I'd fucking go to Spain to watch wrestling. You think there's a, a lot of wrestling fans? In well, you need you need that Axiom kid to start moving up. <laughs> you take up the mask off. Yeah. <laughs> no, keep the mask on. Wow, that'd be a. That's. So you want to go to Spain for wrestling? Turnabout, yeah. All right. Wow. Yeah. I can't. I. 
I hope that they do more like shows in in different places that sh- like clearly the fans are just like waiting for. Wembley shows that, Puerto Rico shows that like expand uh outside of your normal places, mm-hmm. the safe kind of places. And again, I'm seeing it's happy that both companies you see are doing that right now. So wrestling's especially back. now you don't need to worry about pay-per-view buys or anything yeah. like that with this. It's you can do a show in London at 1 p.m. Yeah. like Eastern time, you know? It's it's fine. I mean, it's we're, Sunday. What are you doing? We're <laughs> like, getting yeah, we're getting the forbidden door here at uh, Scotiabank, the ACC in in June. But like, uh, you know, a nice Roger, the Sky Dome, Rogers Center yeah. stadium show would be pretty cool here too. Mm-hmm. So one day, one day. But yeah, where do you want to see a wrestling show? Let us know, people. They come, BMO? They, BMO, yeah, outside. That's what we B- were saying. BMO is actually way more achievable here. Yeah. We like, were joking back before any of this was a big shows announced that we were like, yo, come here, do that yeah. arena or do that stadium. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that brings us to an end this week. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll be back on Tuesday night over on the post wrestling feed with up next mm-hmm. chatting all about NXT with our NXT post show. And uh, we'll, we'll chat more about some draft picks and who's going where. And uh, I think there's a few matches announced, but yeah, we'll be, we'll be live on Tuesday night chatting all about that. Uh, and then we'll be back here on this show next Sunday. Uh, check us out live. We'll probably be going live around 2 p.m. or so. Or, yeah, 2 p.m. or so or something like that. Uh, but follow our socials as well. I know you have Instagram, so follow us at PoisonRanaPod. Also on Twitter. And if you're doing Forbidden Door, make sure you hit up the Forbidden Poor, postwrestling.com slash live. Get tickets for it before it's too late. And you're scrambling. You're messaging us on the day. Oh, I want tickets. Yeah, can I come in? Can I come in? I'm at Miller's Tavern and the line oh. for the bar is so big. Oh. So, yeah, you should have thought about that. Should have thought about yeah. that. Some guy who's never messaged us. So you should. Yeah. Because we, we're really fun people. Run really straight. nice. And we... <laughs> that should be a drink. To run it straight. <laughs> to run it straight. I'm not making a drink for Zion Quinn. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're uh, we're cooking some fun up, and I can't wait to to see all you fine fine people out there this summer somewhere somewhere out there. We will we will link up, and uh, can't wait. It's a lot of fun. This whole community of podcasts and stuff is fantastic. So uh, that's it. That's all. I myself, Brayden Harrington. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram. I am at the Bray D, and you can find me at Davy Portman. That's it. That's all. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And uh, viva la raza. Ahoy!